0: Thought leaders, storytellers, and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week.
1: As I said earlier, small stories, big ideas, massive inspiration. And this is one of the stories that's come up this week. And it certainly raised once again the idea of how do we take a look at the texture of people's lives now during lockdown as opposed to just uh, normally. New Frame is a brilliant online publication and uh, they've, what they've done is they've sent their photo journalists out to document the last days of lockdown at level four as South Africans are preparing to resume schooling, economic activity and indeed religious gatherings from June. On the line is Dalen Paul who's the editor at the publication Dalen, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Uh, hi Michelle I'm, I'm the visual editor, not the editor well, well, visu- oh.
1: visual, visual, <laughs> visual editor Schmizual <laughs> editor Dalen, let's talk about this uh, really fascinating project that you guys have got involved in. How's it been working?
0: Uh, Sure. It's been quite difficult Uh, with the lockdown, um, having to all work remotely. um, Producing the news is, yeah, under these circumstances, is very challenging.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Specifically, (laughs) you talk about visual uh, editing and photojournalists.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of our approach at uh, New is one of the things that we take quite strongly yeah. um, and we think that, you know, like for example in the country with uh, 11 official languages, um, photographs can sometimes say a lot more than, than even very, very uh, powerful insightful, well thought out text
1: This particular project, Taking to the Streets, Capturing Lockdown, talk us through it talk us uh, for our listeners some of the images that you guys have been working with the things that have made you, you maybe that have made you think, wow, even as the editor, visual editor, but that you've just <sighs> gone. Okay, I get it.
0: Yeah, look. So, um, I mean, our galleries have been a, a response to, sure. I mean, the, the lockdown itself. Yeah. So, um, the you know the majority of my photographers are, are freelancers, and and so I was in a I was in a, sure, a jam here. Because, um, what do I do if, if, if I'm saying to people, you're, know, you, your safety, you know, I can't let people out. I can't come, you know, you've got to just stay at home and be safe. That also meant that there was no income. So yeah. what we had to do, and I'd been a freelancer myself for like 10 years yeah.
1: before,
0: before this position. So the idea was that, you know, have, get PPEs, get all of the safety stuff that people need, but then, but then look, go out and look because the stories that we, you know, that we would usually get on, on, there but there's but there's other stories that are and and just to be able to record this moment um and and how we as a a country are responding to this in good and in negative ways is is really important for 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 informing the, the discussion as it happens but then also for posterity
1: you know i have i have someone that i know in uh port elizabeth who's a photographer and she was telling me how some of the work that she's been doing is she's been taking photographs of people in their doorways. So because they can't really go out, she can't go in, so she has to stand whatever, how many metres away. And those have been the images. And she says they've been incredibly powerful moments of distance, but also of intimacy as well. The person in their doorway, close to their home, the thing that keeps them safe purportedly, um, and also the distance... That uh, they are having to maintain what are some of the images that that you've felt have really spoken to the lockdown
0: sure um there's a lot uh you know we've got we've got a lot of really talented people across yeah. the country um, and you know photojournalism and visual journalism has kind of been on the back foot for a very very a long time you know we've been struggling, and a lot of our team are people that have been that have lost their jobs before, that have been retrenched um, yeah. even before this from other publications. So, you know, we actually got some of the best people um, with, with, with experience already, but then also young, new, fresh people that had never been given a chance before. So um, I think, you know, the stereotypical kind of the stuff that we've already seen on TV of, of you know, like Seapoint and whatever. Yeah, okay, that's there. And people standing in lines and people, you know, exercising and this and that. Yeah. Um, Um, the stuff that's been coming out, like you said, this week, um, has been quite, quite inspirational. Um, and, you know, I get all of the photographs in from across the country, um, by like Thursday, 10, 11, 12, depending on when the guys file. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, I've got to take sometimes 100, 200 images and condense them down to about 30 or 20 (laughs) and try to get a sense, right, of like what's happening around the country and like also like, um, like, so sure, a message as well, a narrative. So it's not just, here's Soma, a collection of pictures. It's like, no, let's, let, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a photo essay in the true sense of the word, an essay. You know, it's an argument, it's a, it's a point. Yes. Um, and this week, you know, with Shifting Fronts, when I got all of this, these images together, the idea that, like, you know, we need a bit of morale, um hmm. and winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> as as the uh, you know uh, the uh, fantasy fans say, yeah. right? Um and this is the hardest winter that we we have ever faced, certainly as a democracy, but maybe maybe even in a hundred years. You know, since since the Spanish flu. Um we have a recession, uh, which means there's joblessness is already putting households that were on their knees before this, like mm. further down. Um we have this disease knocking at our doors, right? Um and we have colds. You know it's coming so it's not like the northern hemisphere where where now it's getting warmer and that helps we we gary um and the stuff that i've seen as, as a picture editor like illustrating stories from brazil i yeah. think that the, the situation in brazil is, is probably the closest to us in south africa like where they are structurally and economically and politically yeah. um, luckily our leadership is 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 more insightful than theirs thankfully and, and yeah but 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 if you look at the favelas, if you look at the like the, the graveyards in Via uh, Hemorza uh, uh, in in Sao Paulo, I mean it, it, it's 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 burial's happening on an industrial scale now. And oh. that's that 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 hit me pretty hard this week.
1: You know, Dalen, um I'm I'm listening to you talk and I'm I'm one of the things I'm wondering is how do we start to tell tiny Individual stories in the media, because I think that so much of the media is the big picture, and yet, you know, if we think of the fact that people go, okay, we have um, close on 600 deaths now in this country, but what does that actually mean? What does one death mean for one family? And how how does one start to tell those stories? How are you are you are your images, your your photographers, the people who are creating those uh, those Image narratives. Are they are they able to drive that?
0: You know, um we're gonna to have to see as it as it goes. I mean that's the other thing with this project is that it's been iterative. So every week mm. it's developed as 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 the situation has developed, as the levels and the phases of lockdown have developed. Um when it gets to that stage, um, we we will have to do the best that we can and that that's I think that's that's all of us in the media, like regardless of, of what the situation is, whether it's COVID or, or like, what's happening in America right now, um, you know, we've got this this responsibility to be there and to try the best that we can to tell the truth um, and to be accountable for what we tell, you know, and that's a big thing about us at New Frame as well, which is why our names are attached to our pictures and our stories because we're accountable, you know. Um, And and that's that's the trust that we're trying to rebuild with with the public. You know, there's also this very broad rush of, the media. The media said this. The media did that. Fake news. This and Who's that. Use the media. Yeah. I think I. You know, one of our approaches is that like the media is not this, and homogenous thing. It's us, and so mm. it's it's us that are accountable. And, and if we, you know, that's 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 the that's the kind of contract that we're sort of entering with, with South Africans and the people that, that look at our website.
1: Dalen, in closing, you are an online publication, and yeah. more and more and more we're seeing that journey take place, The Mail and Guardian's Continent, The Continent, which, of course, is the new online WhatsApp uh, newspaper. Is there a shift and change in how you have to think?
0: Oh, totally. Um, and, I mean, even these these lockdown galleries was one of that. I mean that's just a symptom, a short term symptom of that. Mm. But um, you know, when we started this project off, I mean, we're we're not a we're not a news organization. We're a social justice publication. That's mm. that's you know, that's the distinction. And so our idea is about trying to get things out as broadly as possible. Um we don't have uh some of the constraints, a lot of the constraints that traditional um newsrooms had, but we've got the benefit of the experience that I hadn't worked in some of the best yeah. newsrooms in this country you know and some of the oldest newsrooms of the country, so we've got all that knowledge, but it was yeah. knowledge that was that was cut um because you know retrenchments and this thing that happened and, and now we've got a chance to come together and and tell journalism the way that we we wanted to for a very long time.
1: Well, I think you're doing an excellent job. And as I say, New Frame definitely is something for everybody to get involved in to watch. Um, very briefly, Dylan, what's your business model there?
0: Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just the, the photographer. I'm, I'm just picture a pictures man.
1: man. I'm just a pictures man. <laughs> Seriously, you know, that's as my pay grade. Um,
0: I struggle as it is with, with just getting the pictures um, yeah. up every day. So I don't really know much about that. Um, yeah. But uh, beyond beyond Yeah, I just kind of get it out there every day. That's
1: that's my part of it. Dalen, thanks so much for joining us. That's Dalen Paul, the visual editor at the online publication of New Frame. And if you do want to go and see the work that they do, just go to newframe.com. That's newframe.com. And uh, you can follow them on Twitter. You can uh, go online and just check out some of the storylines that they choose to take. And really, they are fascinating storylines and well worth following.